This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Pat O'Brien from Cannibal Corpse said himself a pretty busy Monday. Breaking into a house, fighting cops, having ammo and flamethrowers inside his own house blow up. That's a pretty rough day. But on the bright side, all this now has him at the top of the list to be the new White House Chief of Staff. Better than nothing. And now, for people who turned down the Chief of Staff gig, it's the Metal Injection Livecast. That's right. So- sorry, Donnie, we're not interested. Patty! But we are interested in hearing your calls. Give us a ring-a-ding-ding. <clears throat> 213 wide nut, especially if you're a member of Cannibal Corpse. We want to know what's going on with Pat. O'Brien. Don't you have their phone numbers anyway? Yeah. They, they have ours as well. I know we have well. George's phone number. I don't know if we have it. He, he was in studio. I don't know if we had him on the line. <laughs> 213 Wide Night is the number 213-943-3688. We, do have, we have a quote from, uh, from Corpse Grinder, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Come on, Patty! <laughs> <laughs> Very upset at him. <laughs> Embarrassing him in such a way. I mean, it, let, let's let's get right into it. First of all, I want to introduce myself. My name is Rob. Hi, Rob. I'm here with Noah. Hi, Noah. Here with Sid. Hi, Darren. And I'm here with Darren. Spoiler Hi. alert. Let's just let's ignore Rob and just <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I like that. Well, it's Sid's dream come true from ever since mm, they lived together. <laughs> so, Pat O'Brien, guitarist of Cannibal Corpse. Is that oh. short for Patricia? I think it's short for Patty. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat O'Brien, a good guy, mm. Pretty, like the, qui- <laughs> the quietest. I've, I, the few times I've met him, he was very nice to me. Mm. Very polite gentleman. Time for that, Rob. But what about all the good things Hitler did drop? Oh, oh yeah. come on! <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> but uh, what did he do that was so nice? Like, what oh, made him Hitler? Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> but what about all the good things Hitler? No, did? we're talking about Pat O'Brien. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. He's got to be better than Hitler. Let's say <laughs> we're establishing a, yeah, a, a I've, bar. I've here. met him a few times. He's very nice. Likes likes to have a drink or two. Mm. Probably a few too many at this point. Mm. Uh. And uh, woke up this morning to one of those stories that it's like, this is so insane. Like, how is this real? Like, this can't be real. But it's it's very real. And it's it's actually a very scary situation. And let's go through it. Here is a local Florida news report about the situation, which does the best job in audio form of surmising what happened. Queuing it up right, right now, now. One of the most popular death metal guitarists in the country is locked up in Hillsborough County. Name a second. Pat one. O'Brien from the band <laughs> Cannibal Corpse is accused. Also, right for the start, like, this is so crazy because, honestly, look, I'm not going to pretend that metal injection didn't get a lot of traffic for the story because, mm-hmm. like, this is a wild story. It's It's very, you know, dramatic, so people want to read about it. But I'm not saying you lit the house on fire <laughs> but i'm not not saying that i definitely didn't do that but this is this is i would say bad for heavy metal like as like short term short term oh look a bunch of hits long term it's like heavy metal and death metal specifically very rarely gets mainstream publicity it reinforces a stigma i would say exactly it just reinforces the stereo the negative stereotypes and i can't tell you as 
a business owner in the heavy metal genre that is trying to go out there and get sponsorships and advertising from brands that aren't metal, you know, familiar with metalheads, but that metalheads use. Like Supreme? They have, not, not even Supreme, but like they have the worst perception of metal. And like there have been so many times where, you know, we would be talking to uh, advertisers or whatever, and they would go on the website and get offended by one time specifically a Cannibal Corpse yeah. video that we posted, Aww. and it would just be oh, like the conversation's over. Well, you can hear it in the Sinclair lady. Uh, <laughs> the death metal, affiliate. the most popular death metal guitar. <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, all this does, it's like, oh, of course, you know, death metal. Like, they're all. But, like, you know, honestly, is Cannibal Corpse, like, still. Relevant enough yeah. that people are taking Cannibal their- Corpse is the most famous death metal. Like band right when now. Chuck Berry got caught pissing in women's faces, did that like <laughs> set rock and roll back? Like Chucky. Oh well, like the, well the thing is for, for the Cannibal Corpse fan base, this is great. Like <laughs> yeah. their fans and love everybody this. else just rolls their eyes and is like, "Well, Cannibal I'm Corpse." Saying, still? I'm saying for the no. genre as a whole, it's bad. And also, it might be bad for Cannibal Corpse business-wise because some festivals and and stuff like some festivals and that have larger sponsors mm-hmm. might have now heard of this. Well, band. All they have to do is kick this guy out of the band, right? Well, easy might, peasy. Well, let, let's let's hear what he yeah, did. Heard, let's hear what he did. One of the most popular death metal guitarists in the death country metal is locked guitarist. up in Milwaukee. Top thirty-five. <laughs> Pat O'Brien from the band Cannibal Corpse is Can accused I just say, you know who's probably really upset by this? The yeah. other Pat O'Brien? <laughs> is he still on extra? Like, that guy probably still works. And but, now, like, all of a sudden, the Google hits are just going crazy. But didn't he get, like, Me too or something? Yes. So he's but got his own shit Me to too, do with. So he's probably, like, grandfathered in and okay. <laughs> you think? I don't know if grandfathered in is the best phrase no. when you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> it was his DVD series. Come and sit on my lap and have a Werther's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pat O'Brien. I'm TV's Pat O'Brien. <laughs> Did you find it? Uh, Does he have a comment on this? Yeah, Pat seriously. O'Brien. If no, you can't get anybody from Cannibal Corpse, get the other Pat O'Brien. He's Northdale home while ammunition exploded inside his own house during a fire. Okay, so Cannibal Corpse is accused of busting into a family's Northdale home while ammunition exploded inside his own house during a fire. News Channel 8's Corey Davis. Hold now that's like what? What kind of ammunition? How is that going on? Let them explain. Pop rocks. Oh, I didn't know. If yeah. Reports from court this morning. In-depth report. A number of twists and turns in this bizarre case. Today in court, the judge making it clear to Pat O'Brien that he has to be tested for drugs if he's able to bond out of jail. Okay, where is Mr. O'Brien? There he is. Popular death metal artist, Pat. It, like, he, he's in one the of the... way he walks up there. It's such a sad video. He's he's Everyone is in, you know, the orange jumpsuits. He's in a suicide, like an anti-suicide vest. He's in, like, <laughs> one of those... falling off of him, and the officer has to, like, um, like Velcro it up, right? Because What's he's it, what, a giant. And what these, does it do? What is an anti-suicide? It doesn't vest? let you kill yourself. I guess it prevents you from like stabbing yourself. I, I don't know. Is his yeah. throat covered? Are his wrists covered? A vest seems like it leaves a lot of it's, veins yeah, it's exposed. Just really, just his chest and his his torso. Yeah, really. is it like a straight jacket? It's like a Roman Reigns vest. Oh, well, he's also he has cuffs on and ankle cuffs. Anyway, oh. all right. Pat O'Brien, lead guitarist of Cannibal Corpse, in court wearing an anti-suicide vest, locked up in. Hillsborough County. 
Deputies arrested O'Brien after we're told his Northdale home on Norwood Drive caught fire with exploding ammunition inside. Firefighters were How left running for cover. How many Cannibal Corpse fans are outside of his home right now because they gave it away? Well, there's not, not much left of it anyway. One. Yeah. <laughs> so can you imagine? He had, he had, he had ammunition. Also, I saw in another news report that he had flamethrowers or <laughs> like like equipment for flamethrowers. So he had all of this. A couple this of T-shirt cannons. Explosive <laughs> He sounds devices. like my ex-boyfriend. And all that <laughs> shit went off. What? <laughs> he had a paddle. Used paddle. It said Sean on it. Slut on it. Oh, oh. slut. Sorry. Oh. Same thing. Ooh. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> I meant the one that had like swords and stuff under his bed. Mm. We talked about that. Those those explode. <laughs> Maybe he had like grenades there too. Hey, listen. Ninja stars. Spending that uh, Ace Ventura money wisely. <laughs> so <laughs> that probably is what it was. They were such good ambassadors. I for don't believe death he, was, metal. he was not in the band when they were in Ace Ventura. Oh, really? He probably gets some of those royalties though. I don't know. No? That's what his deal is. Who knows? It's a long time. Those motherfuckers have been around a long time. Yeah. All right. So let's let, 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 let's go back a few seconds and hear again more of this situation. In Hillsborough County, deputies arrested O'Brien after we're told his Northdale home on Norwood Drive caught fire with exploding ammunition inside. Firefighters were left running for cover, taking an hour to put the fire out. We're told O'Brien went nearby to Windflower Circle during the fire and broke into a family's home. Deputies say he ignored the family's request to leave and pushed a woman down inside the house. <gasps> Investigators caught up with him in the backyard hiding behind a fence. We're told he charged at deputies with a knife, forcing them to use a taser to take him down. O'Brien is now facing a $50,000 bond for burglary I and assaulting officers. One second. If instead deputies of, uh, tell us they expect more details to develop as they work this investigation. You can count on news. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, what were you say? Let's say instead of uh, 90s rocker Pat O'Brien, it was 90s rapper Scarface mm-hmm. that charged at the cops with a knife. Dead. Oh. You think they'd have tased him? There is so much to unpack here. Uh, so first of all, Pat O'Brien is not a small man. He is a large gentleman. He's over six feet. Definitely over 250 pounds. Like, he's a he's like a wrestler, basically. Like yeah. a big, big wrestler. Burly man. Yeah, he's a very burly man. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Can you imagine? You're, you're living in a Florida suburb. You're, it's, it's what is it? But I feel like that's not like it's Monday a, night. You're watching, yeah, happens. you're watching, Florida, that's like, I know, but you're watching like Dancing common. with the Stars and fucking Pat. O'Brien busted. Well, he's door. one of their neighbors, so they probably know him from just being. It was a, a few blocks away, so you don't know. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. So it was just like a random. Family. And they were like, "Please leave." And he was like, "No." Yeah, like, what get was the fuck he doing? Breaking into their house. Well, he needs a new house. house. His house blew up. Right. What kind of but, drugs was he on? That's well, what I want to. Speculate. That is a great question. I want to know what his motivation was. All right, his house blew up. Yes. He's outside. He's without a house. Now there's a few scenarios. I <laughs> Does he of. want to live on their couch? Or what if? Okay, so here here was my gut reaction. This is pure speculation. We're not we're we're completely speculating. Understood. There's no Understood. there's no facts behind cheek. this. But this is how I assume. Like what drugs have to be involved in some way or or alcohol at the very least. A lot this of is, drinking. This is yeah. not someone who's thinking clearly. We can say. Yeah. yeah. Right. I just and, hope it wasn't mushrooms because I really want to do mushrooms soon and this is making me rethink it. I don't what? Do you have lots of explosives and flamethrowers yeah. in your house? Do you want to run like, into somebody is, else's house? Well-known podcast host, Noah Avior. 
broke into her neighbor's happened to be Robert Fespani (laughs) after her house blew up. A popular death metal podcaster. (laughs) So my assumption is he was partying with like one of the people that lived in that house. And one of those people did something like tipped a candle or something or or blew up some meth or I don't know and caused the fire and ran off and ran back home and he was so pissed he couldn't get the fire out and he was he was uh, he had such adrenaline going they tried to run there to attack the story. person. Yeah, I, I think so. that's way too kind to Pat O'Brien. Oh, that's, well, well, that's a whole lot of moving pieces in his favor. Well, what do you think? Well, what happened? Th- okay, I'll yeah, my... I, I'm saying like I, this was my theory. My theory is that uh, it was some like older lady's home, and she had a pie in the window, <laughs> and he went in for some food. <laughs> he just wanted some pie. <laughs> yeah, right. I think he just set his house on fire somehow from being fucked up. Yeah, ran out, ran for a little while, then got tired of running. It was like, all right, what's the first house in front of my face? That's the one I'm going into. <laughs> or when he started hearing sirens, he's like, oh, shit, I got to get off the streets. Yes, that's the most plausible yeah. explanation. Yeah, we don't need to like he's friends with the people and they they were at the house and then they all ran on. Uh, this is too much going on. It, that did not happen. Sweet potato pie. <laughs> <laughs> Where I know he wasn't in, in the right frame of mind. Which I mean, like all of this, but <laughs> seriously, what gave it away to you, Rob? Him charging at the cop with a knife, just it's like maybe the cop is the one who started the fire, and he was just waiting to ambush him for revenge. You know, this could be a whole setup from the Illuminati. <laughs> the cops, when the cops confronted him when he was inside the house, there was audio from that. Come on, Patty, you better come out. <laughs> That's crazy. How did they have the wherewithal to record this? Uh. Well, it's wow. the body cameras. Yeah, oh, right. right. Cameras. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> How did they approach him when he was at the at the gate? Did you have do you have audio? Yeah, that? here it is. Patty! <laughs> Ooh. Ah! Patty! They were very excited that they had caught cornered him. Finally got so they laughed. They were laughing. Maybe the point Pat of laughing. was like so pissed <laughs> that they were calling him Patty. Oh, I see. That, that's, that's, why, that, that's why he charged them. Like, how dare you? I have toxic masculinity. <laughs> Maybe they were after him. They were after him and the friend before the fire, the friend from the other house yeah. down the block <laughs> that they were playing Parcheesi together in his house. <laughs> and they uh, they had cornered them there and that freaked them out and they set a candle off or something. <laughs> I believe it. On top what of the flamethrowers. Uh, we want to know what is your theory on what happened yes. to Patty O'Brien. <laughs> Give us a call. Give us a ring-a-ding-ding. 213-WIDE-NUT is the phone number. <laughs> wide nut. A more somber Patty. Two one three wide nut. If only his house was so moist. Uh, <laughs> it's two one. Patty, come on, Patty. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. If I'm the rest of Cannibal Corpse, this sucks. Pat O'Brien is a great guitarist. Yeah. And again, the most popular death metal guitarist in the country, according to the <laughs> news, right? right. And That's a low bar. <laughs> they they have a busy schedule. They are they are actively working right now. They're yeah. in the middle of an album cycle. They have a tour. They have a bunch of touring next year. They just announced a big run of summer dates with Slayer. Oh. They're opening up for Slayer on on the. I thought Slayer was like done touring. They're on their third year of their final tour. Their oh, second okay. year of their final tour or something like that. Which, by the way, you can. Uh, 
Enter to win free tickets every stop of that tour. Metalinjection.net. Do a little search for Slayer. You'll see it. But, uh, yeah, so this tour was announced next day. <laughs> All this shit happens. Kind of good promotion for the tour. In most of the, on purpose? In most of the, yeah. Is this a stage social media event? I don't know. If it's on purpose, it's it's the this worst. This is like the Conor McGregor thing that happened at <laughs> no, Madison No, this is the worst marketing. Yeah. I, if this is a publicity sound, this is the worst marketing idea since that threatened thing a few weeks ago. No, well, okay, that's not that long because ago. Because he is facing potentially life in prison. Like the Damn. Bur- both Pat O'Brien or the threatened pa- guy? Pat O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Pat O'Brien, because the burglary, like invading the home, uh, is a and attacking a police officer. But for it to be no. burglary, don't you have to actually take something? Or like a ass- aggravated assault, whatever the charges. I, I mean, really, up. he could just say he's guilty of oops, wrong door, <laughs> no, and that- pushing abroad. Uh, but the cop thing too. So well, yeah, that and blowing the, up his house. Just the, well, that's uh, his own house. I know, but I feel like if you explode your own house, uh, charged with aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer with a deadly weapon and burglary. Well, his of, house just blew up. Wouldn't you be aggravated? <laughs> and burglary of an occupied dwelling with assault or battery. So he's being charged for burglary, and that. So the burglary charge. Uh, occupied dwelling with assault or battery, life sentence max. The police charge. You know he's not getting the max. Thirty on any years. Of this shit. He can get thirty years for that. He's Jesus. not getting the max on any of this stuff. Come on. He, he might have to do. Some He'll time. do like some kind of drug treatment diversion program and be spared. Are you going to do follow up stories on this? Because I really want to know what what's going on. Yeah, we are. We're. I mean, he's already appeared in court. We wrote about the uh, fifty thousand dollar. We the give credit to the office. person who actually wrote the article. Was it you, Shane? It was Greg Canelty, our senior okay, editor. There you go. I edited it. it, it, it. Oh, uh, with a little explains. help from me. I salt and peppered it. Wait, there really? was a typo that I had to correct. Oh, really, Sid? Relax. I was, was disappointed one, when one I saw month. that it wasn't Rob that wrote the typo, though. It, no. felt, it felt dirty to even correct it. Actually it actually was my typo. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you admit that? Why would you give him that ammunition? My day has been saved. It gives you nothing. <laughs> I, I'm I, because I'm Rob's, truthful. Dan. Yeah, Rob's okay. an honest guy, and he doesn't want to. And I don't want. want yeah, I don't want to throw uh, my writer under the bus for my mistake. <laughs> well, uh, but we will be covering man. the story. You know. Are you going to try to get like statements from the other bands? You're going to do some. They're not talking. They don't know. They're not going to say anything. Well, they could share their feelings. What what do you think their feelings are? <laughs> like if you're okay, if you're George Corpse Grinder Fisher, and you woke up to this news that your livelihood is potentially in jeopardy. But given the band's lyrics and image, maybe yeah. they'd have an interesting comment. There is the the like cynical like this is good publicity for like a death metal band, mm-hmm. sure, but. Logistically, or maybe now, he wants an outlet to at least like clear up the rest of the band, like you know, like with um, uh, Tim Lambesis's band or whatever. Like, well, no they, one's blaming the rest of the band. I mean, they it, but I don't, they obviously haven't done anything. But it seems like they're going to need to find a new guitarist. He's oh, not. Yeah. It. He's not going to get out anytime soon. Like the trial or whatever, it's going to take a year. They can just Skype him in. But didn't they say there there might be bail? Well, he wouldn't be able to travel. He probably sure. wouldn't be able to That's leave fair. the, the yeah. state. Can they do like a hologram of him? Like you could just Skype in and they put it on yeah, a screen. That's what, I, that's what I meant. Yeah. See, it's a good idea. I mean, at that point, you're just doing a backing track in a video, like a video thing. I mean, thing? don't most metal bands do backing tracks? Not I mean, Cannibal really. Corpse. Who's going Cannibal Corpse for Pat O'Brien? Thanks for using Cat Facts.
What I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. Huh? To stop your subscription to CatFax. CatFax? Cat yeah. Rob, <laughs> Rob this was on hold. Like, for some reason, it's on hold. Like, well, while you called work... in? CatFax called in? While you work that out, we have a uh, we can go. We have a satellite link up uh, oh, ready. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck Blandington is actually yeah. filing a report oh. from the field here. Oh, he's he's out there in yes. Florida. I'm here on the scene at the house of Patty O'Brien, standing among the charred remains of his house. Among the wreckage, in a bizarre twist, police have recovered the body of Levy Kletsky and <laughs> Alex Skolnick's career. Hold on this as it develops. This is Chuck Landington, live cast news. Wow, thank you, Chuck. <laughs> wow, huge Big report. news, Lebby Kletsky's body, which we wow. thought was cut up and in a freezer, it's actually at Pat O'Brien's house. And Alex Skolnick's career. But which, hey, maybe he could be the replacement guitarist. Maybe it actually is his career. It oh. all works out. <laughs> who is uh, Lebby Kletsky? Lebby Kletsky is a little boy who was an Orthodox Jew. Well, he was a little boy. I said was. Uh, didn't I say was? Uh, I, I think I, I did. is a little boy, but it, okay, it, it fine. even was. A modern-day baby Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Of the he Jewish was faith. Uh, murdered. Uh, he was an Orthodox Jewish baby, who was murdered by an Orthodox Jewish man, not related. While and he was walking to school, he, he was, was like, walking what, to six, school. seven years old around there. Then? Yeah, not a baby. You're right. Uh, a toddler or a, a young boy. Well, seven year old baby. Seven years old baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and he was abducted and chopped up into little pieces and stored in a, the man's freezer. And it was a big. And we outrage. wrote a song about it. We did. Oh, do you want to hear it now? I don't know. You were like... I think we should play it at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, we play it at the end. Tease it. Yeah, I feel like we need to talk about more stuff here. Uh, thank you, Chuck, for that report. Yeah. Now that's a journalist. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, and I agree with the the fact that if this was a black person, if this was Trayvon Martin behind that fence, he would be donezo. Yeah. Just like any, and I don't, th- I don't think there would even be. Uh, and you wouldn't have even had to have a knife. Just the running at the cop yeah. alone. In fact, while this was going on, they beat up uh, three African American gentlemen uh, in front of the yeah. house for no reason. They had nothing to do with it. Two of whom are, were in living color. Oh Jesus! Oh come on! Other '90s bands are getting fucked over because yeah, of this guy. Cannibal Corpse isn't a '90s band. They're still very modern and relevant. Is Fishbone okay? They're fine. All right, good. They're more on the ska side of things. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know They're the genre. Happy, lucky. I didn't know the genre mattered. No. It talks to the cops. King's X. There, that main guy is in trouble. Oh, God. Though Doug, his Doug connection, Pinnick. yeah, though his connection to Phil Anselmo probably buys him some time, mm-hmm. a little leeway. <laughs> He's like, hey, you did a white power joke to me. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's I mean. what it was. I was trying to remember where we just recently talked about King's X on mm-hmm. the show, and I couldn't bring it up. Yeah, no a other gang. reason to talk about a King's gang. X. And Rob, you're really trying to tell me that Cannibal Corpse didn't peak in the '90s? They're still fucking huge. They're headlining Irving Plaza. What's their best-selling album? Uh, actually, one of their more recent ones. Really, is best-selling one. Yeah. Okay. My Which bad. one? Um, yeah, because I feel like it's dads and their kids. Yeah. Isn't that also biased because the other ones had more time to sell? Mm. Like, oh. hmm. And also were sold at a time when people bought albums That's more. fair. I feel like it would probably tend toward the older ones. So if a new one is, that's really impressive. Yeah, I believe uh, uh, either Torture or a Skeletal. Yeah, Skeletal Domain, I believe, is the one that did. Okay. I remember seeing a press release about how it was their best selling out, like one of their newer ones. I do I, I forget I mean, which it is. I don't know the data, but I do believe that they're very popular. Like I Yeah, think. no, they're very, very relevant. The thing is like 
older they can tour with older bands like they're opening this you know slayer tour uh and then they can go and do a headlining tour and bring all these younger death metal bands that brings in the younger crowd and the younger crowd just go just as nuts for them so that's kind of the type of audience you want i only wish that somehow their song titles had been somehow relevant to this case well fucked with a knife but just so that the 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 anchor would have to say it you know (laughs) fucked with a knife Eft, they would say eft. You could yeah. say the guitarist of Cannibal Corpse is now fucked with a knife. <laughs> Entrails uh, ripped from a virgin's sea. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, need to find out now what their actual album sales are. Sid is on the case. I thought Rob just did it. It's, he sounded no. vague on it. Oh. I'm not buying his fake news. Fact check. How dare you? How dare you? What do you got, Sid? I'm looking. We're just going to wait for you. Do it faster. None of these really... Well, the first few don't have any chart positions. I'm just looking at the U.S. charts. Oh, they have that... If you go to their discography page, they have the the first week numbers. Oh, first week number. Okay, then you tell us. That's what's important, right? Just on my phone. You have a whole... System over there. It's I saw. I told you it was a the evisceration plague or the other one. Or you you still don't know. Yeah. I want hard answers. God damn it! This is a legal case going on right oh now. This man's God. life is at stake. Get Greg on it. Yeah. The senior editor. How come we've never had him on the show? He lives too far in Jersey. <laughs> Call him up. <laughs> too far in Jersey. Too far. A skeletal domain. That's the one with the highest chart, highest debut. What where what place? Number thirty-two. All right. What chart would that be? The, the, all, the, the, everything. Top one hundred. Yeah. Wow. Oh, really? That's yeah. not the. They weren't the thirty-two most popular. Uh, Death 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Hip hop and R and B. Uh yeah, like with those. And uh, there are some some comments on the Facebook. Never go full death metal. It was a good one. I, I what does that mean? Well, that what Pat O'Brien did was going full death metal. I feel like if you're alive at the end of it, then it's not full death metal. Oh, Someone else metal. writes, trying to stab a cop and burning down your own home while ammunition explodes as the firefighters try to put it out is metal as fuck. So good publicity yeah, for them. Yeah, the fans love it. Sweet. You're right. So you're so concerned about metal's reputation, but the fan base loves this shit. Well, I'm explaining it's the reputation to people outside of the metal bubble that I'm well, concerned about. Who cares about them? But if this is what the fans want, then this is a deserved reputation. Look at your audience. No, there's negative comments. There's, there's why, why the fuck did you have to go to do that? And a way to give metal a bad name. And then there's one... Damn, now they got to find someone else who can play a dozen albums worth of the same three riffs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's, a, that's some shade. What Alex about, Holmes? like, from our chat? What did Deuterino think about this? No one's, no one's commenting in the chat. They were talking about it earlier today. What were they saying? Scroll up. <laughs> Scroll. It was a lot of, you know, playing into the negative metal stereotype and... Lazy News is just going to paint everybody with this brush like they did when, like, somebody does something bad while wearing a Metallica shirt, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like, this isn't a guy wearing a Cannibal Corpse shirt. This is a guy in Cannibal Corpse, yeah. so it's a little little bit different. 
Do you think that Nina is going to take the cannibal corpse patch off her backpack? Oh, oh. Nina, rest in peace. <laughs> I love how anyone who's not on our show anymore is dead. They're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what counts. Yeah. But you could always resurrect yourself. What's the number, Rob? 213 wide not that's 213-943-3688. Let's have a little Easter. And uh, <laughs> Dorino writes, Ooh, Icon Blood is so moist. Come on, Patty. <laughs> Icon Blood. Oh, Patty's so moist. Come on, Patty. Thank you, at least, for giving us an excuse to play these Patty drops. Some of my all-time favorite yes. drops. Thank you, Pat. Thank for you, being, Patty. For being crazy. He did it all for us. How old what is he? 53. Oh. And he hasn't been in Cannibal Corpse the whole time? Well, what was he in before? Yeah. He must he have been was, in some uh, other thing. Hold on, I remember this. <laughs> the Alex Skolnick trio. Now? Possibly. I like that Rob says, hold on, I remember this, and I remember then proceeds this and to Google to it. it. <laughs> yeah. he was He's in downloading here. his brain. You can't get nothing by the three of us. You might fool the audio audience. Yeah. Now they heard me typing. Yeah. They heard me typing. He was in ELO. <laughs> oh, wow. That changes everything <laughs> a, I feel about a this. A big jump <laughs> in stylistic. Uh... What do you got there? He played in Ceremony. And then uh, he he got hired by Nevermore. Mm. Played with Nevermore for a while. And then he drank Sarah. Can- oh, Monstrosity. <laughs> and then he joined Cannibal Corpse in 97. Oh, so he's been in for yeah, a while. For a really long time. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, just when Jack Owen left. He replaced Who? Jack Owen, the original guitarist. Wait, has he blown up any houses? No. He was the neighbor down the block. Oh, was, no. Who oh, Rob posited that he was a uh, You did this with. to me. <laughs> Why'd you have to leave the band? <laughs> well, I wonder if they would get him back on board for that tour. Yeah, what's he doing? I don't know if they're friends with him. He uh, he was in Deicide for a while. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Six Feet Under for a while. I just wish he would Deicide if he's going to be back yeah. in the band again. <laughs> hi Every time I see the word deicide in print, like yeah. after seeing it, reading something about them for like two days, I can only see that as the word decide. Like when I see decide somewhere, it changes to deicide. <laughs> no I just what. think it, I just think of Guillermo every time. <laughs> oh yeah, inextricably linked. Well, what else do you think about with deicide? Nothing. Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard an a upside song. down cross. Yeah, I was going to say that's what I think of. Glenn I was going to say okay. that's the yeah. most important thing about Deicide to Sid. Yeah. Is that Guillermo yeah. wanted him them to tour Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. And he called our show asking for it for some reason. <laughs> like we're his agent. Yeah. Was that like year one of the show? I yeah. feel like that was it's, one of the original yeah. moments and it's still one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah. It's a really long time yeah. ago for sure. <laughs> Bless his heart. I mean, it probably at this point, like Guillermo is like over metal. He has a nice no, he, family. Uh, he still, he definitely still follows metal injection and still follows the live cast. Yeah, tweet, not super recently, but he's posted on our stuff within the last like year or two. But do you remember he like moved out of Nebraska for like a job in like a construction mine or something? Vaguely. Yeah, but it was to some other small town, right? Yeah. Or like some other part of Nebraska. Well, I want to mention. Oh. It's uh, December 11th. Mm-hmm. Never forget. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm looking at the dates now. Mm-hmm. And episode zero of the Metal Injection Livecast, which you can find on Spotify. Yeah. And I wouldn't even recommend you listen to it. I recommend starting with number one. No, you should definitely listen to it. It's so well, episode zero is Episode zero we did on December 12th, 2008. Whoa. Right. So Damn. if you so count tomorrow. episode zero, tomorrow's our 10-year anniversary. And if not, it would be next week, which is crazy. We've been doing the show. Oh, my God. For 10 years. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much week after week after week with only very few breaks. Yeah. Especially, I feel, in the last three years, yeah. we have not taken a week off. Yep. Yeah. Or if we have, we there would be new content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. This is definitely the... Uh, is it the longest thing I've done? I guess I played guitar for It would a be while. the second... Second longest thing. Longest commitment. The first, for me, being Metal Injection itself. Which... Uh, January 1st is celebrated. So here it's 15. I say it's only been a little bit longer than this. Yeah, just five years. Which is crazy that. Uh, this is Leave the Memories Alone. By Cannibal Corpse? By Fuel. Oh. It's just nostalgic music for our 10 year anniversary. But it's crazy that we were. I was doing Metal Injection, and we were doing Metal Injection for five years before doing the podcast. Yeah. I would like to play you a little bit of my favorite nostalgic song because that was a little cheesy. Okay, sorry. Oh, I agree. Livecast. I miss the old livecast. You know, it'd be fun to do. Cue up like one of the first episodes no, right now and just pl- hit like a random spot oh, in the timeline and just let's see what we're do you talking about. We did that for the I'm power hour. No, it's I too don't, scary. The power hour. Oh yeah, that's right. That was it's fun. Come on, let's see what random shit. Why don't we take a week, <clears throat> find some good clips, and then come to the show and say we're doing that. Uh, <laughs> Instead of playing well, Russian yeah. roulette. I like the Russian roulette aspect. The Russian live relay. <laughs> the live cast out of context. Let's let's give it a shot. Oh, our old intro. Really? Oh my god. Oh, yeah, wow. This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. Hold on to your cock and balls and be prepared to have your brain blown out of your cranium with two hours of hot molten fucking metal. It's time for the Metal Injection Livecast. Which episode is this? Brought to you by MetalInjection.net. Thank you, Bland. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are we allowed to curse on this? But just go like somewhere no. in the middle of the episode, not oh, at the okay. very beginning. I of agree. Episode. Rob, I think he's trying to sell you weed. Are you, <laughs> did you realize <laughs> that? Purple Hydro. Oh, my God. Hydroponics. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Tell read. me. Something's ever changed. Tell me everything about it. <laughs> oh go ahead. What's it like? What does it look like? Is it green? Is it delicious? Dude, this shit is purple, man. It's like green. It has little... This is chaos. I know who that is. They're, they're, they're clearly having a good time. We sound good. <laughs> yeah, we sound great. That's all the same. Was the weed stuff with Keep It Wolf Son? Is that who that was talking to you? Oh, maybe. Whatever happened I, I to that heard, guy? I, I heard uh, Belgians don't like fart jokes. No, Belgians don't fart. That's why. Oh, JCVD. Belgians do not fart. <laughs> but, we just carry all these gas 
Yep. He's in inside ourselves. JCVD is still relevant. He's in Tostitos commercials. Oh, now. yes. Mm-hmm. He has his own show. He has a new show. Where is it on? It's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Oh, it's or on, something. I, I don't know if it's still on, but it it's was on, on Amazon. I mean, it's there. I just saw yeah, it. Yeah, yesterday. I mean, like, I don't think there's new episodes. Well, no, there is. There's oh, like yeah? a season. Oh, wow. They made a pilot, released it like a year ago, and then people liked it, so they made they mm. funded a whole season of it. It's, it's Marvelous a, Mrs. Maisel. He's yes. the love interest. No, it's not that. No, it's called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Oh, uh, okay. He, he plays himself, but in reality, in this show, his career as a movie star was a cover for him being a CIA agent or something. Mm. So, like, yeah. now he's old, and it's like a lot of, like, I'm too old for this shit, but he still has to go, like, save the world and do stuff. But, like, he makes fun of himself like he's out of shape. Okay. Like, there's younger um, JCVDs that are better than him at everything. And, you know, it's, like, it's kind of laughing. As good as the the splits that he does? Well, I only saw the pilot, but then I saw the trailer for the season, which I haven't seen So is he required to do a split on, like, everything that he's on? He has done a split in several different movies, yes. Including Time Cop, which is the best split that he does. Is that the one that's on the kitchen counter? Yes, yeah. because someone comes in and like he electrocutes someone with like water that has spilled on the floor, and then he jumps up and does the split on that Jeez. kitchen counter. Is that the one where he has like a mullet? I guess there's a few where he has a mullet. He has right? a well, he has a mullet in the past. It's like oh, a flashback, okay. and then okay. he has normal hair okay. in the present. Uh, my favorite was... Um, Let's just say, by the way, this is us present day. This isn't still episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, like Time Cop wasn't out yet. <laughs> double Trouble? or, or oh, Double Trouble is where he plays twins. Yeah. Oh, I awful. love that. I hate that. I them. love it. Was it Double Trouble or? or double Impact. Right. That's it. Double Impact. Double that Trouble is like a, is a Kate, Kate and Ashley. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. It was, uh, Kate it was uh, Katie Seagal's uh, sisters. <laughs> oh, was it? I think so. Anyways. Doesn't matter. It'd be fun if we could go back in time to episode really, six and be like, yeah, JCVD is still famous. He has a show on Amazon. <laughs> what? what? Don't they make, sell the books? What, what is that? Yeah. Uh, but really, the best one is Lionheart, my favorite JCVD Yeah, movie. good one. My favorite is uh, probably Bloodsport. Yeah, that or Kickboxer. Oh, yeah. And Time Cop would be second. I love Time Cop. It's so it's just an absurd. It's really a terrible movie. But he just makes it great. To me, it's like Last Action Hero. Okay. It's a terrible movie. A lot of things about it suck and make no fucking sense. But their like personality elevates it mm. to something really enjoyable. I'm curious. Uh, I'm looking through the archives. And, you know, basically, if you just go to the livecast page, metalinjection.net slash livecast, hit the archives button. And then, you know, at the bottom where all the page numbers are, you could just hit the last page. I'm going through, and there's a mixtape that's the somewhat best of the first 10 weeks. I think I'm going to listen to that this week. Okay. Going to see what what our comedy was like 10 years ago. Literally, <laughs> t- like, yeah, February 27th was when that, uh, 2009 was when that mixtape was made. Yeah. Which, it's so crazy to me that that is almost 10 years ago now, because I have such vivid memories of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't believe 10 years have passed since then. Yeah. Like, and also, if you think about it, like we were all in such different... I mean, it was oh 10 years ago. Gosh. We were such different places in our lives, yeah. both not figuratively and very much literally. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't meet my wife yet. My wife! Yeah, you're... Like, both of you answered were bachelors. I was yep. two years from meeting her then. I met her in 2011. Wow. Sid, who were you dating at the time? I don't think anyone. That was before you were even on Geek to Geek. 
I was never on Geek to you Geek. You put him on Yeah, there. that was fake. <laughs> fake news. Well, you were Russian on bot. there. I was a Russian bot. It just you wasn't on, your you, choice. You were on yeah. Craigslist. I do remember yeah. that. But that's not being on. It's just going Craigslist. to a web. Yeah. You don't have a profile on Craigslist. You just... Just popped on. You just looked yeah. for who is? Like, what do you do on there? No, like, there was, not like, I mean like there was literal. There like personals and stuff. Yeah, I uh, know. I wasn't on the casual encounters. I don't. Oh, okay. Is that even still a thing? No, Craigslist they got shut exists? down. I just well, always Craigslist thought... a thing, but the... I you can't do the, the personals. Yeah, I personal. just thought it was like, do you want to take this broken chair? You know. That was, that was a lot of it, too. <laughs> but there, is, there was like, even just like, I want I need friends. You know, yeah. I'm looking for friends in the city or whatever. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just like, I need some puss or some dick. Okay. <laughs> it's a trap. Right? Okay. All right, speaking of dicks, uh-huh. uh, Dave Mustaine was in the news this week. <laughs> well, let's just make clear, Noah is wearing a Megadeth shirt as we speak with a young Dave Mustaine prominently featured. Mm-hmm. And but popcorn. What, what era of the band is this? Uh, I believe this is a Countdown. Yes, definitely from the logo. It's Countdown yeah. to Extinction. Yeah. Oh, there it is on your yeah. the back. Confirmed. Now, do you remember... T-shirt made in 1992. Where or when? Like, well, you remember when? Where did you get the shirt? My brother. Oh, your brother passed it down to you. Yeah. Oh, you make it sound like he died. Oh. He passed it down. He's well alive. My brother's closet. I stole it. I stole his. He stole that from his closet. <laughs> it's either my mom. Actually, my brother used to have a lot of like Cannibal Corpse and Napalm Death T-shirts that my mom found so offensive, and she would, when he was in school, she would take them out of his closet. And she would cut them up and turn them into cleaning rags. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a bitch. Wow. But I mean, to be fair, like, those shirts pretty much exist to offend moms. So mission accomplished, yeah. really. But they were, I mean, like, concert t-shirts, you know? Those tour shirts yeah, from they like, could back be worth in the something. day. Mm. And I also feel like tour shirts or, like, band shirts from the past, like, from the 90s, like, it's like this chemical. It's like a smell that won't go away. I don't know. Like, they don't make shirts like this anymore. Yeah, so you're basically getting cancer right now wearing that shirt. That chemical. <laughs> it's like, it's like formaldehyde in here. Yeah. Asbestos. Yeah. It's seeping <laughs> into much. your skin <laughs> from the, the, we the didn't, silk screen. We didn't know much about the world and book learning in 1992. <laughs> I mean, I want to know if anyone knows about this stuff. Like, is my theory correct? Like, like has the materials changed for the graphics and stuff? Hmm. If anything, it's probably better now. All three of those white people on that shirt look alike. (laughs) They just look identical. The same scowl. Well, uh, let's, uh, uh, Darren, I I sent you the uh, transcript, and it's pretty amazing. You know, we've talked about Dave Mustaine a lot on the show over the last 10 years. Bless his heart. Thank you for all the content. Um, if there was like a hall of fame of like, uh, of, uh, live cast memes, Mm -hmm. he would be near the top. You're the top. Uh, but, uh, he, you know, (laughs) we've talked a lot on the show about how nothing is ever his fault. Everything. He has an excuse for why it happened and, and to like, Put it on someone else. The mm-hmm. reason Super Collider was bad was because his label was terrible. Like his label, label fucked up the promotion. Like, what was it with like with Nick Met? Like, just everything. There's Nick an excuse. Men's parents couldn't cook. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> it wasn't that he was a bad dinner guest. It was that the dinner was the bad. Not me. <laughs> I can I can look up uh, a bunch of these, but anyway, so I know lasagna better than elderly Italian women. <laughs> uh, oh, he blamed Roadrunner for End Games dropping uh, sales, and not uh, whatever. Uh, again, not, not Super me. Collider. <laughs> Uh, he blamed, uh, uh, you okay? uh, I'm just, he someone, blamed someone hit Rob in the head. <laughs> Jesus. He blamed, uh, f- the fans for him firing Chris Broderick and Sandra over saying they didn't want them in the band anymore. And then he blamed super Collider's shittiness on its producer. Uh, and then he blamed the band's management for firing the guitarist and drummer. Uh, you might remember that time he blamed his guitar tech yes. for issues with the the show uh, where he posted an angry rant about the guy. We, I want to play this rant again. Uh, it seems to me there's one consistent thread in all these incidents, and the one thing that is the same is Dave Mustaine. Mm-hmm. Here's this rant again. You guys ever have an experience where you, you guys are in a like a clutch moment and you have somebody there that's like your wheel man you're in a clutch moment he's listening to clutch is that what he's talking about oh which clutch moment is this (laughs) I'd like to know somebody there that's like your wheel man and the guy just turns out to be a total fucking dewclaw like a total waste of Hold on. What, did we cut? We did play this before. Yeah. I don't remember what a dewclaw is. Oh, that's the extra little finger that the dogs have. Mm. Really? Yeah. Why is here. it called that? Bruno, come here. I know, no, I know what it is, but like... Bruno you... needs to get his dewclaw cut, Aww. actually. But like, why is it called a dewclaw? Nah, I don't, I don't know. Fucking dewclaw. Like a total waste of skin and life. Well... Oh, there you that go. That's why. Total waste of skin and life. I'm going to use a metaphor of an animal's part of his body and then another metaphor about skin, which isn't on the first part of the animal's body because it's a claw. Um, I want to point out that this is the most Darren Dave Mustaine impression yeah. that Dave Mustaine has ever sounded. Let's listen to I that. T- I, yeah, go ahead. Skin and life. Well, yeah. that was my guitar tech tonight. He's talking how he dance. sings. When I do the impression, yeah, 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 I'm mocking, yeah. I'm talking as his singing voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. A fucking dewclaw. Like a total waste of skin and life. Life. Well, that was my guitar tech tonight when I fired his ass. And I apologize to the people here in Brisbane. You know, we'll make it up to you sometime. I mean, maybe it'll be in Hawaii when we luau this fat pig's ass. But I'll tell you what. You guys deserve way better than this jerk-off did tonight. I'm sorry. I just want to say everything that happened today is totally not because of me. At all. Much better than what we appeared tonight. But you know what the funny thing is? He has to live with himself. And as of, like, right now, I will never see his stupid fucking ass again. Uh, His name, Pat (laughs) O'Brien. Do we have that guy's name, though? Do we know what ended up happening? Does he still get work as a guitar tech? Pat no. O'Brien. <laughs> uh, and in July... Okay, this was the Nick Menza thing. He blamed late Megadeth drummer Nick Menza's dislike of him Aww. and not his inability to pay Menza the money he was owed for Menza not being involved... For, I'm sorry, for Mustaine not being involved in Menza's tribute shows. Okay. And... Uh, He's running out of bandmates to blame for things. Well, 
He was asked about risk. Yes. Which we've jo- joked about on the show a lot as, would you say it's worse than Super Collider? No. Um, I don't think so. I would say yes. I think Super Collider sounds like a bad Megadeth album, and Risk sounds like Megadeth playing somebody else's bad album. Mm. Okay. So it's got the Super Collider has some good like solos and like it's got some good things on it. It's still terrible. I'm not we're comparing two piles of shit. Of course. So don't think I'm it's praising like Saint Anger or Lulu. Right. You know? Exactly. By the way, Saint Anger wins oh. that. <laughs> uh, so he was uh, on Eddie Trunk's radio show, and uh, Mustaine admitted that Megadeth had, had a few directional missteps over the course of its three decade career. And then uh, they brought up Risk, and so then this is where this quote starts. Go ahead. The Risk record had great players on it. Well, oh, that, thanks. But he's not going to name any of them. That's the funny part. Right. You're just Marty. You had Marty Friedman playing guitar on it. That was me personally capitulating to Marty's desires to be more of an alternative band. And we kept slowing down and slowing down and slowing down. If that record would have been called the Dave Mustaine Project and not Megadeth, I think it would have been successful. What? People wanted a Megadeth record. Now, hold on one second. Uh, I just want to point out, the first thing he says is, I only did this to capitulate to Marty. Right. And then the second thing he says was, oh, if this was just like my solo record, people would have liked it. Right. Well, if it was your solo record, wouldn't that mean that like you wrote it? Yes. So he's kind of already fucking up his own lie. Multiple Uh, dodges. Yeah. If I had written this myself, it would be great if I called it my name, but I didn't. And Marty wrote it. So it sucks. (laughs) That's that's what he said. All right, keep going. Um, uh, they didn't want to see Dave bending over backwards to keep Marty Friedman happy because Marty wanted us to sound like fucking Dishwalla. Oh. Who the fuck is Dishwalla? That was a horrible oh yeah. 90s like, alt band. A one-hit wonder Dishwalla, would I you say? I don't even remember what their song was. It, I remember it, but I can't like pull it Counting up. Counting blue cars? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. We yeah. count only blue cars. I've never heard of that. You, you'll know it. You'll absolutely know it. Tell me all your thoughts. Oh, wow. Oh, God. I hated the song. Uh Let this play a little. This is like in every pharmacy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. This is so (laughs) mid-90s. It's not making it any better. Yes, it is. All right, that's enough. Um, so just let's point out that that sucks. Yes. And risk sucks, but they don't really sound alike. And also, again, 
If it would have been called the Dave Mustaine Project, it would have been all right. Yes. People wanted- if, if my album had my name on it and sounded like Dishwalla, <laughs> it would have been fucking great. They didn't want to, and also they didn't want to see Dave bending over backwards <laughs> to keep Marty Friedman happy because Marty wanted us to fucking sound like fucking Dishwalla. Now I want to point out there is no context that I can hear this where Dave Mustaine doesn't sound like a douche. Even if he's joking around, yeah. they didn't even want, they, you know, they didn't want to see Dave Mustaine bending over backwards to keep Marty Friedman happy because Marty wanted us to sound like fucking dishwasher. Well, that you, still sounds douchey. You like, can't yeah. hear it that way because that's not what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. Right. He's but like throwing him under the bus. Yeah, like... Why would you say? Why would you start shit? Has anybody reached out to Marty to see no, what his favorite Dishwalla song is? Wasn't he just is? working with Meta Injection? Yeah, Frank. Yeah. Marty, what did Frank ask him? Oh, Marty did uh, answer that question. He said, "Oh, it's that one about the cars. I can't. That's the only one I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only one anyone knows. Who goes to a Dishwalla? Fucking. What the fuck does Dishwalla even mean? What, I, do I, I have to look into if they're still putting stuff out? We need to hear a second Dishwalla song. Just to confirm. Like, well, what they sound like today. Like How about they, this? Their, their most recent release. Let's do look up that, but also I want to hear if they had like a second A follow-up hit. single? I don't think they did. I don't think so. I mean, so. there must have been something, right? Because you you, if you have one single that's successful, yeah. you put out a second one. Yeah. Okay, so they broke up from 05 to 08, but they're back together now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Let's uh, find the discography. They changed here. the name to the Dave Mustaine oh Project. Oh, my God. Uh, should I continue reading this while yeah. you do that? Mustaine went on to say that he doesn't regret having made the Risk album. I don't regret anything that I've released, he explained, except t- telling African women to put plugs uh, in their vaginas. Sadly, Tishwala has a new lead singer now, so it, I don't know that it would necessarily sound the same. It's just not the same, Sid. They have a follow-up uh, All right, so go ahead. So I go ahead. think that the record came out at a time when, like I said, I was trying really hard to keep the band together. Marty and Nick were, everybody just was fighting all the time and no one was happy. Well, now hold on. <laughs> they were all fighting with him. Yeah, like everyone was fighting <laughs> with you. They were like, all cool with each friends. other. friends. <laughs> Nobody, they, they were all fine. They all liked his mother's lasagna. Everything was cool. <laughs> And why would Marty be fighting with you if you're bending, quote unquote, bending over backwards for him? Because he wasn't bending over. Right. I think he is bending this. over backwards is like like allowing one note in in the song to ah. be Marty's or whatever. Yeah. But let's examine this. So he says that this album would have been great if he wrote it and if he put it out under his own name. Correct. Yeah. It also sounds nothing like what he claims Marty Freeman wanted the band to sound like. That shitty band, Dishwala. I don't think that album sounds like that to you. No. So what we can conclude is he wrote this album from beginning to end. He is per- totally responsible for it, like every other Megadeth album. It sucks, and now he's backpedaling from it and blaming Marty Friedman. Yeah, I believe Okay, that. got it. Thank you. <laughs> we solved two cases today. Yeah. We solved Pat O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy in his house from the house down the block. <laughs> There's a, little, the there's a little more to this that I really like. Who okay. knocked a candle over. Yeah. And then the curtains caught on fire. Rob really painted a picture there. Yeah. Here's the next It's a wild part. imagination. <laughs> Just, I like giving oh. people benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry. You didn't give the neighbor any benefit of the doubt. Apparently, it's all that guy's fault. Well, why else would he just break into a random person's house down the block? It just it makes no fucking sense. It just don't don't match. match. The keys don't match. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, 
Oh. It don't fucking match. So where was hmm. I? So you want me to read the rest of this? Yes, please. Just think about it, okay? On the surface, what would Dave Mustaine have to do in order to have his management and his band convince him to do a song like Crush Him? Which I don't regret at all, but the type of a song that it is, it's not our style of music. It's very like, God, I don't even know how to say it. Wait a minute. Didn't we talk on this show about him talking about Crush Him? Like, we had that whole bit and everything, and yeah. he was totally into it. Are you saying, Noah, that you think Dave Mustaine might be inconsistent in his <laughs> statements from time to time? I can't. I can't. I don't know if I can accept that. I think that it don't fucking match. <laughs> it don't fucking match. Also, if the album was a sound that he didn't want to do, why would he ever even make a joke about naming it the Dave Mustaine Project? Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it have been the Marty Freeman Project featuring Dave Mustaine? Maybe exactly. he doesn't understand jokes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Wait, Darren, are you saying that a one Dave Mustaine does not have a sense of humor? I it's I know no, it seems implausible, but it might be true. Hmm. <laughs> the shit don't fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> you love you still breathing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Marty Freeman uh, has such a high pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there's a little more. There's one more yeah, yeah, I, was I thought you were looking something up there. Oh no no no. Um Yeah, there's a bunch more, actually. Um to me, he's talking about Crush Him. It sounds like an electronic song. That's the purpose of it. But somebody who doesn't really know all the crazy keyboard shit behind it. <laughs> Which you put in. That period for us was, mm, I just wanted Marty to be happy. Wanted him to stay in the band. I wanted Nick to be happy. Wanted him to play. And it just seemed like a Chinese finger puzzle. Or a Duclaw. No, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Are you telling me, Noah, that uh, Dave Mustaine is not good at metaphors or similes? <laughs> Seems impossible. He saves that all for the lyrics. <laughs> it don't fucking match. Okay. One more. Every time I would move, it would just... It was the wrong thing. And after a while, I just figured... I don't need this shit. <laughs> and Marty, I love that like it's like I was doing everything I could, and then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it! Fuck it! I'm gonna put out this terrible album <laughs> like you want me to. I have no control of this situation. If, if it was named Dave Mustaine Project, I would, but it's not. Baby. And Marty went this way, Nick went that way, and we just all kind of broke up. That's it. And the reason he never named anything the Dave Mustaine Project is because he knows it would have made 75 cents. <laughs> exactly. The name Megadeth is the moneymaker, and he's never going to fuck with that. He knows better. 100%. Crush. Crush. Crush him. Crush him. <laughs> How is that an electron? I mean, I don't... I guess there's... Well, this part. All right. Honestly, I just think of WCW when I hear this song because they licensed it oh, yeah. for if like this, a, uh, a pay-per-view or something. If I had named this the Nine Inch Nails Project, it would have been yeah. a great Nine Inch Megadeth. 
people didn't want Trent Reznor light, okay? <laughs> the Power Man 5000 project. Yeah, right. This does sound more like Power Man 5000. Than this is how much I've blocked the song out that I didn't remember that it had electronic stuff. Yeah. And I remember Orgy? This. Huh? Was Orgy that other band yeah. that sounded like this? They did a Blue Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, the Orgy project. I even remember the song, and I don't remember. Did it not mess this around? Oh, we're not up to that yet. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you better not mess us around. That doesn't yeah, even it's not a make thing. grammatical no. sense. You no. just needed an extra syllable in there. Yep. You know it's, it it's, like? you know why? Because he was placated. Mar- Marty was like, no, we need one more syllable. <laughs> we need a- Doesn't on a highway to hell, don't they say nobody's going to mess me around? That was Marty, too. <laughs> <laughs> if I had the Dave Mustaine project, there wouldn't be any dangling participles in my song. <laughs> Nobody splits an infinitive on a Dave Mustaine record. <laughs> I want to point out JCVD's in this video too. What? Oh, because this was on the Universal Soldier oh soundtrack. Wow, it all or, comes you, or it's like Universal Soldier Two. Like it was one of the straight to DVD ones because Goldberg is in it. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, this album sucked because of him too. <laughs> I was trying to placate <laughs> JCVD and want to do more of what he wants to hear. Oh, by the way, this was also Goldberg's theme music. He did it too. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. I was trying to help Bill Goldberg. He needed a new theme. <laughs> <laughs> it was something I wanted to help him with. <laughs> it's not something I wanted to write, but I have no regrets. It's like Alex Jones. Well, it's all conspiracy people. Wow, this part is just embarrassing. It sounds like Dave got so angry that he like kicked an amp, and then like one of the tubes broke in it, and that's that's what that recording sounds like. Okay, so they played it live at Woodstock '99. I want. Oh I want, no. Oh. Or do we hear that or the WCW Nitro live? Whatever you want. Let's do the Woodstock one. It sounds like better. I have to hear this shitty song. Uh, I, I want to hear like how they reproduce all that electronics. Next number that we're going to do don't. from our new record, Risk. And, it definitely uh, was a risk. Real, 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 real I remember being really excited for this album mm-hmm. to come out. What was the album before this? Euthanasia? Euth- no, Cryptic Writings okay. was the previous one. I think, how did right? you feel about that one? Uh, mixed. Like a, down on the way down. I like yes. It's like half great, great songs and half like this sucks. Like there's a song on the album called Trust that sounds like Crush 'Em. Trust. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Trust them. Trust them. That's not how it goes, but <laughs> it's kind of similar to that. You know. Nothing we trust. It's not quite all the way down to Crush 'Em, but you can hear it. On the downslope. Uh, we'll it's real, answer. real, real, real easy for you to sing along with me. There's only two words I want you to say. I want you to say crush, and I want you to say crush them. But we're going to practice, okay? Real quick. It's three crush. words. Dick crush! 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 <laughs> crush! I want to say there is nothing more lame than practicing yeah. with the crowd yeah. to do a sing-along. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is nothing any less rock and roll that's how much of a stickler he is. Like, he wants them to get it perfect for him. Right. Yeah. No, what a I, jerk. You know what's less rock and roll? Trying to do that and then complaining because the crowd's not into it enough. <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's like the next step below this. If they don't sing along correctly, that'll be why this album sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's the audience's fault. <laughs> and Marty and Goldberg, WCW, Eric Bischoff, <laughs> Pat Patterson. I don't know why. You throw as good as your mother. Jason Hervey. What? Wait, what did he say there? Somebody threw something at him, and he said, you throw as good as your mother sucks. You throw as good as your mother sucks. Your mother sucks. Yeah. He's extra devastating. What is that? Heads I win, tails you lose. It kind of sounds like the... (laughs) It sounds like head like a hole here. Yeah. Is this a tape, this part? Are they actually doing this? Now, you're in for a ride. <laughs> yeah, that's the bass. That's all. It's like, honestly, this is so bad. And like, in spite of myself, my love for Megadeth, like, I want to like this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> once he starts singing, I get into it a little. Yeah. But it's just nothing like good Megadeth. Let's see if the crowd uh, helps him out. His voice is just so great. Like, I have to kiss his ass. He's even embarrassed. He's embarrassed of mess us. He left that shit in and he's like, I have to sing this now. Fuck. (laughs) This sounds like a Stone Temple Pilots like deep album cut. Yeah. Here it comes, here it comes. Oh, it's, the, it's the only. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you! There you go. Fuck you, Dave. You called it. You called it, Sid. You know who could do better? You, Dave. You could do better. Yeah, Write a better fucking it. song, and I'll sing along better. <laughs> Fuck out of here, <laughs> bitch. Wow. <laughs> Come on, sing these words Ball too. I'm tired. <laughs> Somebody come up here and play guitar. Pat O'Brien, where are you? We're going to burn someone's house down. Pat O'Brien's the one who started the fires at the fucking Woodstock. Woodstock. <laughs> That's what happened. Let's <laughs> make another case out. I was like, fire? What the fuck's he talking I thought you played the nitro one. By a tidal wave of human beings like Darren at Woodstock 94. I have to say, like, it's going to be Friday or Saturday, and I just know I'm going to have this hook stuck in my head. Because it's like It's infectious It's a Yeah like it's a negative right. earworm. It's earworm. like one of those uh, And on top of that We've played way more of this song Than is really res- uh, Recommended <laughs> for human ears I've heard listen to like I listen, usually listen to the chorus And I'm like I'm done with this Because not Maybe not even this song But I'll put on some of Risk And I'll be like Why was this so bad? Like I need to refresh my memory <laughs> Like, I wouldn't do that with a normal band, but because it's yeah. Megadeth that I love so much, I'm like, why was this? Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe yeah. I'm older now. Yeah. Nope. Still sucks. You know what you should do on, on the website, Rob? That would be fun. You could, like, revisit old misunderstood albums by, like, bigger bands. Like, a, a, a re-review of Risk. Uh-huh. And just be like, maybe we misunderstood this. Maybe let's give it another chance. And, and it'll, then, it'll always have the same end. No. Yeah. No, this still sucks. But, like, there's probably albums that, other than, like, Lulu... I'm mm-hmm. sure at some point there's 
you should do this. I think this could be fun. And if for no other reason than to just shit on this album again, and that's fun. And remind people. Like, people have probably, who don't listen to our show, have probably forgotten the embarrassment of this album, and maybe they need to be reminded. We'll see. And we'll then see. Dave Mustaine will be like, wait a minute, we're doing really well on Spotify with Risk this week. What's going on? Maybe people are finally coming around. And then he sees, oh, no, that fucking Rob. Uh, Rob again. Let's hear how Tony Schiavone introduces him. I don't want to hear the I'd rather hear song. how Tony Shalhoub introduces him. <laughs> they were at the People's Choice Awards. This award. next number that we're going to do for you is from our new uh, record. Wait. Risk. Same. This is a lie. Did they just, when they were on Nitro, did they just play their Woodstock audio? No, it's mislabeled. It's, they're just using the Woodstock footage. But anyway, all right. Maybe they did. Come to WCW Monday Nitro, performing their new single. For a second, I thought that was Dave. Capital recording artist, Megadeth. Is that Gary Michael Capetta? Uh, No, that's the other guy. Gary, uh. What's his name? Shit. Uh, sure. Gary Mendelson. All right. We don't have to hear that again. Thank Wait, you. Wait, can we go to like another live version of a song that I sent this week? Which one? Oh. Oh, yes. Okay, so Noah. I mean, if we want to hear something David live. Penzer, that was it. David Penzer, right. Uh, yes. Noah, you sent me down a rabbit hole. So first we should play the original. Yeah. The live track that I sent. Well, we've played this song before on the show. See if you recognize it in its live incarnation. <laughs> I never realized how the beginning kind of sounds like Monday Night Football or something. Yeah. <laughs> like a video game intro. I mean, uh, uh, a it's game show. It's going to be rolling on the river. Like the Tina yeah. Turner. We just need him to come out with that like dress. With, yes. Like, the, oh my God. Left a good shtetl in the city. <laughs> you can't help but shimmy. Little known fact: this guy is the only musician still willing to perform in Israel. <laughs> He's the only one not boycotting. He's the reverse. Of, he won't play anywhere else but Israel. <laughs> he claims that's his choice. We're not sure. And he's awesome. like, he's like very heavily dubbing in this video. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Looks like he's headbanging almost. Yeah, it, it really does. I'm going to build a buff wire fence around my body so that no one but the Israelis can come and see me. <laughs> What's what's the audience like for this? Like, is there are there crowd shots? They all look they're exactly all like dark, him. but they're all yeah, like probably all men. Are they like rocking out? Or are they all still like? What's the well? They're there's, all there's, a, in, there's an orthodox guitarist that is rocking out roll. hard. They're all doing the tootsie roll, and he's got one of those like extra large yamakas that's almost like a beanie, so that it doesn't fall off his head mm. while he's headbanging. He doesn't have the clip. Gonna clip it. And, and now Mordecai is really rocking out. Like he really feels the, the hook. 
Oh, okay, so the women are clapping. Oh, there's They're women? separated. <laughs> separated by a large wall. Yeah. There's no wall. It's just by They're the... They're all uh, in the back. Uh, no, like the left side of is, is women, the right side is men. But there's no physical separation. It's a very progressive auditorium. Wait, look, it's the breakdown or the bridge. Rolling. Rolling. <laughs> Rolling down the river. Rolling through the Negev. What? Rolling on the Galilee. The, the Negev Desert? No. Oh, the Galilee. <laughs> okay. Well, the Galilee would be the body of water. They're doing a little dance. We're going to share this on social media because there's so much visual yeah. gold here. Uh, and of course, you can follow us on social media and my livecast on Twitter, facebook.com slash metal injection livecast. And the best part about this is, you know, it's a YouTube video. And then there, like when you sent this to us, Noah, in our little uh, ongoing show thread, the first related video is like, oh, a mix. Like, do you like Mashiach? Here's a mix of other songs. Like Mashiach. No, can I answer no? I, <laughs> I like so like the YouTube algorithm kind of like takes over, and immediately. By the way, the first ad I see is for like Jewish settlements, which oh, um, just ugh, ugh. for mezuzahs. There was like the targeting is super on point, <clears throat> and I went through and I had to listen to a few stinkers, but I found some gold. Oh god, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> So this same guy, Mordecai Ben, he has like a power metal song. What? Oh, I didn't hear this. And it's called Crush Him. Crush. <laughs> Crush. Well, it's almost a power metal. You know, it's power metal in. Ladies and gentlemen, friends of past, our final tribute tonight is reserved for a truly dear friend of past. You might recognize him more as the true superstar of Jewish music today. The You'll one who has recorded more than 150 Dave songs Mashiach. and performed Violent just about J. everywhere <laughs> God stands today. But we at Hask know him as that real spark of joy at the Hask camp and school, the one that every single Hask child loves. They're putting a very, very special friend of Hask, ladies and gentlemen, more The Great Bangs. Bangs. Baby Boy Bangs. Your boy bangs. Let me take you to the movies, Shade. Oh, yeah. Like a corporate quality song. Oh, this is in English now. Goodness. He sounds like the guy from the Scorpions. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're right. This, this is that one song. What is it? What's the Klaus Mina? <laughs> Rocky Like a Hurricane? Winds, Winds of Change? Winds of Change. This is totally Winds of Change. Like, I'm kind of feeling the music here. Like, it's pretty epic. He's got a great backing band. <laughs> it sounds a little show to me. Like brother, like mishpacha. Shadows everywhere. <laughs> I'm going with the wind. 
What is that? What the we'll follow the what? Cookie Park <laughs> Down to the airport <laughs> Take me Do the latest Neil Diamond concert with the Jewish singles. Alright, you got it you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> I like that version. What's he saying? This is like Hebrew glish. He's saying, speaking in both. It's like, it could be System of a Down. These guys have a very good voice. Yeah, he does. He really does. Well, what about the prodigy that you found? So then, so there was this, and I kept going down the rabbit hole, and again, (laughs) oh, you poor man. Again, good, good, good. (laughs) And then finally I found this this ballad. And it looks like this 12-year-old boy is singing it. Oh, my God. It's, it's Little Shlomo. Here it is. <laughs> Take me to the synagogue on Yom Kippur. <laughs> I really love some bacon, but I can't eat that. So here we go. This is with Rahim Miss Recordia. What's he saying? What's he saying? <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> Who is Rachem? Rach. Rachem. Rach. Rachem. 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 I want to hear you say this Hebrew gobbledygook. <laughs> Come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> Come on, I can't hear you. Bagels, bagels, locks, locks. Oh my god. Roll the dice. Don't eat think twice and eat locks. Locks, locks, locks them. Heads I win, tails you lose. Watch out, Williamsburg, I'm coming for the juice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bring back the little boy. The Kletsky remix. There we go. Oh, sounds good together. Shut up, you little rug rat, trying to sing. 
is he like on a stage or is yeah. this a, like it's what's a live performance? It's like in an auditorium. It's what like it and it's like? on B Cat. No, no. Televised. What's he look like? Paint the picture up. What's he, he wearing? He looks like a Jewish Justin Bieber, kind of like oh. a young blonde. Like he, he blonde could be, could be mistaken for an Aryan. Wow. <laughs> with a yeah, crossover but, potential. Gonna guess he's not an Aryan. <laughs> Sounds sort of like Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're right. He came in like a wrecking ball, this kid. This is Hits. Leah got talent. Oh, Come on. He's getting into the. Who's this yutz now singing? This is Mordechai Shapiro. So, what is they just They're doing a duet? Like, yeah. what's happening? Wait, are, like, are all male Jewish singers named Mordechai? Or is Apparently. it the same one? There's like four Jewish names there's Shmuel and Mordechai, and that's about it. Shlomo? <laughs> Shlomo. I am Isn't Shlomo like Shmuel? a p- kind of nickname for Shmuel, though? It might be. I thought it was. Chaim, that's another one. That's it. I think we're out of them. Right? Are there any others? <laughs> Rob is frozen with emotions. Oh, right? I know Abraham. one. Abraham. Tzvi. That's a big one. M- Moshe, did you say that? Avi? We did, didn't we? Mordechai, Ma- Moshe. Yeah, there's more than four. I mean, I was joking, but... They have fewer names than we do in English. Israeli guy, that's a Jewish name. <laughs> This man is like having way too much of like a soulful connection with this boy. Yeah, it's a little disturbing. There may be a Lesby Kletsky situation going on here. Your arm looks so tasty. Get in this briefcase. I swear I won't hurt you, not climb in my freezer. Is there a shofar solo in this? That's not like this is a new song. Like a like a jazz fusion. Oh, here we go. Thanks, I hate it. Wait, I kind of like this. Is this fin troll? I think I think I understand. Can you go oh, back? Oh, wait, wait. And- He's saying, "I'm sorry, my okay. dad." I did something for you, or to you. I ate bacon today. I forgot you. But you were always alive. Oh, I didn't see about his dead father. <laughs> he forgot about his dead father? Boy, boy, the Jews sure are happy people. What you brought to me. King of something. Alright. It's just there's, you know, no matter what the sentiment, whether it's happy or sad, or like sentimental or emotional, there's always that phlegm sound in there. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just gross. Yeah. Here's something more upbeat. Better than Mongolian though, right, (laughs) Dan? No. (laughs) Sorry, Nothing's worse than Hebrew. (laughs) I want to go back to that other song you just played and hear the intro again. Because it reminded me of something. 
the intro though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After the show, for like when it starts playing that Viking music or whatever the fuck that was. Oh, this is like Robin Hood shit. Yeah, kind of sounds like this. <laughs> you know, I think this explains why I like power metal. It's in your DNA. Probably because I heard this in Israel a lot as a baby. Oh, really? You heard Falconer as a baby? No, like this Jewish type of power metal music. Oh. And then it like translated into power metal music in my nice. adult life. Sweet. Any more? Any more songs? Suck on what? What did he say? Why does this kid have so many like songs out? This is weird. <laughs> Why did they all start with this fucking shofar? This, this Rob's blowing his nose there. Oh, 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 you don't have the music this is on. in house. Yet. I'm sorry. Well, didn't we establish that it's the rape shofar? Maybe he's trying to signal something. <laughs> yeah, the first guy that was singing to him soulfully. Try to touch his pee-pee. This is the Israeli version of the party horn. Pew, pew, pew. He said God. Another word for God. Like Kali's uh, <laughs> entrance music, or who? What wrestler? Oh, yeah. oh, several. Anyone yeah. Indian, they always yeah. give them the uh, the same type of music. Okay. Okay. All right. We, we, this is jumping shark. We get it. Uh, Good times. <laughs> <laughs> the only heavy metal podcast mm-hmm. to play Jewish mm-hmm. music. Yeah. That's great, Kali. <laughs> I actually really like this song. Yeah, it's a good song. It's DJ Khaled, right? DJ Great Khalid? Yeah. Oh, I have that uh, follow-up single from Dishwala. Oh, boy. It's called Charlie Brown's Parents. Oh, boy. I don't remember this at all. Me neither. This was the the thought, like the direct follow. Oh, this is more rocking. Make sure this isn't the Dave Mustaine project. Seriously, this is very un. Well, I, in the drumming, I could hear the Dishwala, the tried and true Dishwala sound. Oh God! Just kills any. Any rock that built up once this guy opens his mouth. Lost in a dream. Yeah. Nothing's what it seems. This does sound like that other song of Megadeth sounds more like this. Yeah. No, that's Prussia. Who's doing trust? Get this off. I'm over this. Let's yeah. Okay, this is trust. 
nothing we trust. But yeah, there was like a few good songs on this album. Mm-hmm. She Wolf, that's a great song. The Disintegrators. That's a oh, good no, song. is it 99 Ways to Die on this? No, that's no. a, a no. B side. It's, it's not a fun any, song. That's on the Beavis and Butthead experience. That's on Hidden show. Treasures. Yeah, right. They I'm put not out ready one, to see you. They yet. well, they put all their they put all their B sides out on one album, but when it that came out, it was on. Is one of the catchiest songs ever. Yeah, for a very I long time, I, that was sorry. the only Megadeth song I knew for really? a very long time. It's really good. That CD was great. Really good Nirvana song on there. There's a lot oh, of yeah. really good tracks on that album. Yeah, I hate myself and want to die. Mm-hmm. Beavis and Butthead singing with shares on there. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's on Spotify. Rollercoaster of Love. Oh, the, yeah. We're not sure Anthrax covering a Beastie Boys song. Which song? I forgot. Looking down the barrel of a oh, gun. Oh, God. That's right. The Beavis and Butthead soundtrack Experience? Experience. Oh, yeah. The, the Red Hot Chili Peppers was on the movie soundtrack, not on the Beavis and Butthead Experience. This does kind of sound like this does kind of sound like Dishwalla. I have to say, the second Dishwalla song. See, but you can hear how they're going towards. It still sounds like Megadeth, but like really watered down. Yeah. See the morning after. Oh, so good. This is the oh peak mega It's like everything sucks, life sucks, everything's terrible. Um, just going back to the Demons and Butthead experience, Jackal is on Yes. This. Oh, yeah. Not ready to see you yet. Not ready to see you yet. Uh, so good. Yeah. I'm like the guitars are so good. I'm playing everything. Drums. They sound very Italian. Fucking gallop. Oh, that's not very Italian. <laughs> yeah. I don't hear any lasagna in those drums. <laughs> I wanted more lasagna than drums, but Nick Menza decided not to. I gotta play Kate Menza. <laughs> I said yes to Parmesan. If this song was called The Deep Mustaine Experience, it would be great. I would have never had Cher on my album. Straight jacket! Not ready for spaghetti. No, no. <laughs> You know, it's weird. Not ready for spaghetti. Extra layer parmesan. <laughs> Not bad. All right. We don't usually play good music on this show. Why, why? I was going to say, for we've given Dave saying 10 years of shit, yeah. I feel like we're kind of showing, like, ultimately we're Megadeth fans. Yeah. Oh, I am such a Megadeth fan. Three out of four. We love hate him. You like Megadeth. I love Megadeth. Come on, I just like the person. Yeah, 100%. No way defending his antics. Mm, He's like an wait, idiot wait. Uh, mm, savant. Mmm, mm, mm. mama, 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 
How is Larry King still fucking alive? We've been playing that drop for most of this decade. He's still alive. Stop it, Larry King. Enough. Well, he's probably dead right now. All right. We just didn't get the alert yet. Well, he's, I mean, he's going to die eventually. Can we really take credit for that? Playing his shit for like eight years. I just can't wait till the part where we're playing audio of his children talking about the funny hats he would wear. <laughs> Let's get to that. Yes, he was so funny. He just he would put on a hat, yeah. a little hat, put on a little hat, cute hat. He had that skin mask he would wear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he groped sixteen-year-old girls. Yeah, but he wore a cute little hat, <laughs> so precious. <laughs> At least he married them after groping them, though. Oh, I meant George Bush. No. Sorry, but I don't know. Maybe Larry King oh, did, too. Oh, come on. Come on. George Bush, we know, groped young women. His little wheelchair. I'm not ready to see you yet. Then in that voice, it's constipated, Dave. Mm. I always, like, in, over in my life, when people have not liked Megadeth, and they cite his voice as the reason. Like, those people are insane to me. Like, I can't understand yeah. listening to this, especially this. Like, okay, Super Collide or whatever. Mm-hmm. But listening to this, like, how is that not the be best fucking yeah. metal voice that you've ever heard in your life? It is a, though one of those, like, very unique voices that I could see people. Like, I don't really have a problem with it. Uh-huh. It is very easy to parody, but it also is super unique and... Uh-huh. But, like, Getty Lee, how do you feel about his voice? I mean, I, I don't mind, like, Rush, but it's Beautiful. not it's, it's not bad, though. But you could see people hating that guy's yeah, voice. It's not right? my ideal. Mm, yeah. It's super unique. I, I feel it's, like it's a similar. But it fits the music that they're doing. Sure. Not, like, really a Rush fan. No. Not what a huge Rush now? fan, anyway. What are you playing now? This is also from and Butthead. This is, is this Come to Butthead? Come to Butthead. Come uh-huh. to butthead. <laughs> Slow jam. You should play that. Um, that's all this is. They just do that yeah. over and over. Oh, I was gonna say play the Anthrax one. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be my. Uh, like I, I added this to my Spotify playlist. This is really good. I love you some that. Yep. This is the single album. <laughs> Yes. And they have uh, like in between each song, there's like skits of Beavis and Butthead too. Yeah. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. I I got flowers <laughs> in the spring. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you were my ring. I won't say you're true. And you you're always my ring. Oh, it's also a good Primus song on this record. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, Beavis. Remember that time we partied with Anthrax? Yeah, <laughs> we were cool. 
<laughs> oh, this is just a kid with anthrax in it, too. Uh, are they naked? <laughs> Why don't you go and read some Spider-Man comics, Beavis? <laughs> hey, where the fuck? <laughs> Uh, I just kind of did a straight you cover any, of this, uh, like, there is, I just sounded like this. Next to transmission! Sweep on the tree in the middle of the night! I got the stick on my hand because I got to a Talking about albums, that's the best Beastie Boys. Oh, so fucking good. Paul's Boutique. Yep. I go back and forth between that and Check Your Head, but usually it's Paul's Boutique. I like, I love Check Your Head. Yeah. I'm playing band. And Hello Nasty, I think, is my third favorite. That's a really good one. The, but the Check Your Head came out after they weren't allowed to do as many samples anymore. Yeah. Like, sampling evolved to where the artists started wanting to get like, paid. Wait a minute, there's it. money in this? <laughs> so, but then they uh, just decided to play their own instruments, and it yep. was still great. That was, like, crazy to me. I just like to hear them rapping. So, like, yeah. hearing all those interludes, like, it doesn't... I, I mean, it added something to it, but... Check your head. I mean, uh, Paul's Boutique is like the most like lyrical, the most New Yorky to me, even though yeah. they recorded it in Los Angeles. And there's so many inside shit on there. Oh like my everything God. about New York and yeah. stuff. So definitely check out the Beavis and Butthead experience. Mm. Uh, I want to play, I want to get to some listener Ooh. feedback. By the way, uh, when the first Beastie Boys album came out, Licensed to Ill, it had no liner notes. Like, it had no lyrics on the liner notes. And this was before the internet. This was, mm -hmm. like, 1988. And there was a thing in the little tiny corner of the liner notes that said, send away and for the, the lyrics. lyrics. Oh, wow. And I did it. And I was like, holy shit, they sent me the fucking... There's so many things on that because they rap so fast mm -hmm. and it's, like, weird... Like weird, obscure references to their friends and stuff. It's that, mentioned oh. in their book. This what? whole the people had to send away oh, the really? lyrics, and then they use that Do as like the mailing it? list for the record label. Uh, I might have it at my mother's house. It's probably something. worth yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, I can look for it. Yeah, I wound up on their mailing list, and I used to get stuff. Mm -hmm. all the That's time. how Grand, Grand Royal, Royal. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. go into detail about all of that. <laughs> but then Paul's boutique had the lyrics in it. Mm. That wasn't they. They just did away with that theory, I guess. And it's all crushed into like crushed into like a little. <laughs> yeah, you like need like a magnifying yeah. glass. But then some of them are different. Like they threw. There's so many words on a Beastie mm -hmm. Boys album. They threw like Easter eggs into the lyrics, or it's wrong, mm. and you got to be paying attention yeah. to it. Really Did you have to pay for it or just like send posts? Yeah, I think it was like eight dollars or oh, something. Okay. I hmm. forgot. It was. That's cool though. <laughs> Well, now you can just fucking... It, yeah. An album comes out, the lyrics are on the internet in like eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. even before the album comes out. Yep. Um, I wanted to read... Uh, so we got this from James. He emailed hate mail at metalinjection.net if you listen during the week. And we said something and you have a comment or something to add or a question. Mm -hmm. You could always email us during the week. We'll read it the next week. Or if you don't want us to read it on air, feel free to include that in the note and we'll get back to you. 
The email, as I mentioned, is hatemail at metalinjection.net. If you want to go the extra step, you could record a voice memo with your phone, email that to us, or use the SpeakPipe widget on the Livecast webpage to just record with your computer mic right onto that. So James is commenting about uh, last week we talked about Dave Mustaine, and uh, we talked about he commented about how uh, the new Megadeth album wouldn't be political. And there was a part of the comment that was like, I'm not one of those guys that's like uh, very Republican or very liberal or Democrat. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm a centrist. And we were just like, oh, that just means, you know, you voted for Trump. Let let, let me pull up the quote really quickly. It means he voted for Trump and he's embarrassed of it. (laughs) Pull it up. Don't waste time and read the quote. Quote. (laughs) Quote him. Quote him. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) What's it to you, James? You don't like my political affiliation? (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Uh, He goes. uh, uh, Oh, my God. Quote him. Quote him. <laughs> Wait, all right, that's all the time we have this week, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Are you looking for James's email or Dave's quote? No, Dave's quote. I guess it doesn't matter. Anyway, so yeah. uh, James writes, I have a slightly different take on this. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, now he is. Darren. <laughs> what is he saying that? Keep on searching, but he doesn't yeah, like oh. in typical James fashion. He will end a sentence without ever. He never caps off with the final consonant. It so he like goes, he- "Keep on searching." I thought he said like cap off sensei. Yeah, yeah. Keep on searching. Give us a sensei. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what you would hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I found the mistake quote. There used to be a time in my nation. Where when people voted, they didn't tell anybody who they voted for, and now it's almost like a badge of honor. On the flip side of that, you're going around talking about somebody that you voted for, and you're in the midst of people who don't like that person, and they're your friends, and attack you because of a vote that you made. Good. Then they're not really your friends. Um, so, James responds to that, saying, I've noticed more than a... F- Burp them. Belch them. I've noticed more than a few of my conservative friends who were super anti-Obama have suddenly become, quote, not into politics (laughs) since Trump took over. My theory on that is that they're, at the very least, less than pleased with Trump, Mm -hmm. but don't want to criticize the guy they voted for. So now they're running around acting like they suddenly aren't concerned with politics. Mm -hmm. They don't even bitch a whole lot about the Russia investigation, which has surprised me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I take. think a lot of people have uh, tuned out yeah. of politics because, you know, I mean, everything sucks. But yeah. also, I feel like- I feel like the opposite is true. I think a lot of people have tuned into politics. Like, I'm, I've Other, never paid I, yeah, attention I, I as much as I do now. I feel like whichever party is in power at the time, those people are less into politics because they're cool with what's going on. So they're just like, all right, I don't have to pay close attention. My guy's in office. Mm-hmm. Like, for eight years when Obama is in office, I wasn't as into politics as I am now because yeah. things were sort of like, for the most part, like- Well, at least the first four years. They were going all right. 
And yeah. but Republicans with the Tea Party and all that stuff, they were all completely yeah. into it. And now it's flipped because they're in power. So they're like, all right, fine, our guy's in there. He's doing what he's doing. And we're the ones that are freaking Flip. out. Flip them. Flip them. Flip them. Complain. Complain them. Anything else to that? Uh, that was it. But then we have a uh, we have a voice memo, a voicemail. Do you have to search for it? No, I got it. Oh no! Okay, that one. Howdy there, live cast. This is uh, sometime caller Jack from the Bay Area. Uh, a couple things. I wanted to comment on my disappointment in your shrimp shaming of Raba. <laughs> Thank you. There's yeah. no shame in Raba's shrimp game. You yeah, guys should right. uh, be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> so now he's also, shame shaming us. That's not okay either. Hard disagree. No. <laughs> well, um, happy, happy holidays to you all. I hope you guys all have a great holiday season. Hey, hey! And I just it's not holidays; it's Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he meant holidays. Oh, holidays! Oh, it kind of does sound like holiday. Yeah. What a horrible I think, coincidence! I think that should be our Christmas card. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Yeah. It'll be us covered in holidays. Yeah, like inside a tray of holidays. Whenever, yes. like when, floating around. Yeah. Whenever holidays is in, involved, nobody's happy. It's true. Except Rob. Yeah. He's not. Mom. He's that's that's totally performative. I'm that's, over it. I'm over it. I mean, I don't hate it. I'll eat it. See, I'll Even, try it. You but I'm, a, I'm not going to order it. Go out of my way to order it. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel about it. Even the the biggest proponent of it doesn't like it. Yeah. That shows you. <laughs> the biggest proponent on the show. There are people that genuinely like no it. One, I on. do want to point out there, and you, a few weeks ago, you sent a photo. You went into like a Russian market. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a, a holiday store or something. No, Ooh. it's just they, they just had like a prepared food section. And so there was a holiday section, and it was like the chicken holiday with like people like it looked like a few people bought some. What we've posted on the um, yeah. The, so once again, just to if you're a newer listener, holiday is essentially savory gelatin. Yeah, it's like savory jello where instead of like a fruit, like a cherry jello, it's chicken broth that's the gelatin. Right. I was gonna say don't sell it higher than what it is yeah. by saying jello because jello is or tasty. Savory. It's more like the when you when you refrigerate a, a warm chicken. If you refrigerate chicken soup, that's holiday. right. Or just that's even chicken, the holiday. fat that congeals the on the gel, bottom yeah. of the chicken, that's yeah. the gel, but they take mounds of it and make it into like a square. It's not mound, it's the chicken it's the broth. That's whatever. What yeah, they take whatever. It's it's, it's literally floating. It's, I'm telling you, it's literally putting chicken soup in the fridge and then taking it out eating it cold. Yeah, well how come my chicken soup doesn't it doesn't turn, turn into, into the gelatin. I guess yeah. there's probably more fat. You're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, burn, burn them. <laughs> well, Darren said a photo of chicken holidays and beef holidays, which I I have never really seen. I've never eaten beef holidays. The crime against nobody the was eating the beef like it was fully stocked. There was stocked. a hoof in it. It looked so gross. <laughs> it was, it was tail that, sticking out. What was that? Uh, 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 like. Uh, Paw, like Bruno thing, the oh, Duclaw, 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 Duclaw holidays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Duclaw in my food. Yeah. There would be a Duclaw in holidays. <laughs> Gross. Just whatever's left over from the garbage, they just throw it in there. It's like a broken remote control in there. <laughs> do, Duclaw, do. It's like an old Game Boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the straw. A spring from the mattress. 
Holodets in Russian actually means everything in your house you don't want. <laughs> Turned into gelatin. All right, I can go with that. Um, do you want uh, there's a little more to the voicemail. Comment uh, on you know rest in pain George W. Bush or George H. W. Bush. <laughs> rest in piss, I um, said, but that's right. <laughs> Darren was commenting on the uh, uh, the white phosphorus, the use of white phosphorus in Desert Storm. I was wrong. The other right. the other horrific correct shit. It wasn't white phosphorus, although that's also terrible. It was depleted <laughs> uranium. Mm. That's what they used during the first Gulf War. I listened back to the show and I was like, he I authorized the use of was uh, depleted yeah, uranium munitions. Uh, which caused a lot of the, the cancer and stuff. So just felt like I would chime in with that bit of useless knowledge. It seems to be my superpower. I don't know that that's uh, useless. It's not useless to the people who had birth defects. Thank you. Thank you for that. Great. What was the last thing he said? said happy 2019. Oh. That's it's creeping up on us. Up. Decade's almost over. Here, I'll play the last 10 seconds of it. Just felt like I would chime in with that bit of useless knowledge. It seems to be my superpower. I uh, hope you guys have a great end of the year and happy 2019. I like this guy's voice. It's a, a more chill Alex Jones. Or a less chill Danny Bonaducci. Oh, my God. I don't know the last time I heard Danny Bonaducci's Danny voice. Danny Bonaducci. Didn't he almost become homeless or something happen to him? I'm like, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, he was on that uh, show on VH1 with the rehab, wasn't it? Celebrity rehab. Show? That might be what I'm thinking of. Like, he yeah. did a bunch of drugs and... Yeah. Lost his house and wandered the streets aimlessly with Alex Skolnick. No, that's probably made up. <laughs> this time. All right, I think we nailed it. Nailed it. We crushed him? Crushed. Yeah, we crushed it. Crushed it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, this is a great episode. I really enjoyed it. I laughed my we ass hope, off. We hope you enjoyed it. And, uh,. We will be back next week. We're going, we're going to be doing new episodes all throughout the year, throughout the remainder of 2018. And next week will be will already be 10 years old. Yeah, next week. And we're going right. to be singing songs about Judaism again. <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, I was actually going to play "Stab the Jew," which is about mm-hmm. Judaism. Yeah, wasn't that requested? That's true. I just wanted to play. This. You might recognize every single. Oh wait, no, no, no! I just wanted to play the beginning of the Mashiach. Well, th- no, the ten-year-old boy. You should play because that's what we're going to be. <laughs> but I just love this gallop. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll be back next week. Send us your feedback, KateMailAndMetalInjection.net, and uh, pick up some merch. Go to MetalInjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. All the money goes back into making this show sound better and possibly look better. There'll be a yeah, lo- lot of cool stuff happening in 2019. A lot of cool plans for 2019. Getting bigger, bigger than ever. But for now, here's a look back at poor Levy Kletsky. See you next week. Child, he could have grown up to be the best doctor or a lawyer or 
he could have ran the best Kalishtan in all of Borough Park. It would have been so good. The mustard would have been so spicy. I, I want a, I want a Kalish now. Oh, this moiderer. This moiderer ruined this child. He can't be a Jew. Puh, puh, puh.